What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another great show of the Guyao Now podcast and live show. Bob McIntosh coming to you live. I'm actually in the frozen tundra of Philly at the moment when we record. But, uh, well, I shouldn't say frozen tundra. It's actually not that cold. For me, it is, but not, not in reality. But either way, I'm excited for this show. As always, you know what I try to do is to go out there and find guests and uh, people who can share great information about what they're doing, how they're doing it, and really just how they're kicking butt and taking names in real estate. And so when I go through and find guests, the goal is how do I provide as much value to you as possible? And uh, you being the listener, the watcher, wherever you're checking in from. And so today uh, we've got Noah Harris and I'm very excited to have him on. He's a wealth of great information um, and around a lot of different topics, but we're going to be talking about a couple of very specific things here today. But Noah, thanks for being on, man. I appreciate having you here. What's up, Bob? How you doing, man? Hey, I'm I'm coming from South Carolina, and it's just as cold, I think, here as it is in Philly right now. So. <laughs> it's funny how that uh, that that seems to work. Well, I I just got here yesterday, and it was I think it was 75 when I left Florida. So everything seems cold in comparison, I guess. But uh, it is what it is. Glad to be here, um, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for making time to to do this and share your knowledge. Um, so. I know, um, you know, we, we want to talk a little bit about private money, a little bit about, you know, your, your event you've got coming up that I'll be speaking at. So we'll get into all of that. But before we dive into that, in case anyone doesn't know who you are, um, why don't you share a little bit about your background, your history, kind of how you got into real estate and where you're, where you're at, what you're doing right now. Yeah. What's up guys. Um, I've been in real, real estate. This is all I've ever done. This is all I really ever uh, I know how to do, you know, I'm, I'm fascinated by what other people do for a living because flipping houses and real estate investing, it's like, it's boring to me, but, um, how I got started, it, it is kind of interesting. My mom was a, a decorative painter. She's like a faux finisher, Bob. So she would go into like mansions and paint murals and crazy stuff on super wealthy people's walls. And I was, uh, I'd oftentimes go with her and help her set up the scaffolding and do all this, uh, anything that she could find a teenager to do without screwing something up that was like my role and helping her and i yeah i'd help her with scaffolding drape cloths and all that stuff and um once she was all set up i'd walk around these huge mansions and i'd find the owners of these places and i was very inquisitive i wanted to know like hey how'd you make your money like what do you do for a living like this is incredible this place you have here and they were always kind of taken back by that by seeing someone so young ask these types of questions and um, it all, but they would talk to me and nine times out of 10, it always came back to real estate and real estate investing. So no matter what wow. that person did for a living, they would always leave me with the advice of, Hey, whatever you do, you know, it might be a smart idea to, to buy some real estate too. And I always, that always stuck with me. You know, I went to school, went, got a degree in finance and real estate, graduated. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do in like the corporate world. Cause that's what, you know, university trains you for. And I, and I discovered I had some friends who were working for a company that was teaching people how to invest in real estate and they were doing really well for themselves. And I was like, ah, you know what? I'm gonna go check this out. And I never looked back. I got a job working for a company that would later become rich dad education. And so I was sitting in the back of the room learning Robert Kiyosaki's principles. And I was almost, I was just crazy enough to actually go out and implement the things that they were teaching from the front. <laughs> Not and just sitting there learning, but I should go execute. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm important getting detail, right? here and learning how to, do this business, which is what these crazy, you know, super wealthy people were, were telling me as a young kid to go out and do. And I ended up doing it and uh, haven't looked back since. So I've had the opportunity to work for some really cool people and uh, do real estate investing as well at the same time. My wife and I are out of Columbia, South Carolina. We've been doing the business together 
for as long as we've been married, 10 plus years. And that's amazing. That's amazing. And um, I know you guys are doing a bunch of different things in, in the real estate space. You've got, you got some Airbnbs. I know she's on, got a lot of uh, trailer, trailer parks. Um, yeah. Home parks. I guess maybe we should, I don't know if trailer park is offensive or not. Someone told me that one recently and I was like, oh, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> they're all, they're all manufactured homes now, Bob. There is no more trailer park. I, I was just told that recently by her. She's like, no. they're not called trailers. Either. They're mobile. They're manufactured homes. So I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, we do it all. We do Airbnbs, flip passive income, uh, long-term, short-term, mid-term rentals, wholesale deals, you know, whatever the lead uh, dictates and whatever our goals are at the time, as far as how much time we want to put into something or what we want to do, that's what we do with the project. So if it's a great property to keep for cash flow, we'll keep it. If it's something that's maybe out of our area a little bit, don't want to mess with, we'll wholesale. If it's something that uh, is down the street from us, we can keep an eye on it, we'll flip it. There you go. Always yeah. have the different exit strategy based on whatever, whatever's going to suit your business best at the time that you need it. That's so important right now. It really is to have multiple exit strategies. And as we get into more of like private money lending too, I think something that lenders should be asking and borrowers should be thinking of is what is plan B? You know, if I don't flip this house, does it cash flow? If I don't flip this house, can I Airbnb it? You know, so having multiple exit strategies is, is super important in, not just business, but lending specifically. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the lending side, right? So I, I know, obviously, if you're doing all of that stuff, you've got all these things, you're going to need private money. You're going to need to raise private money from folks. There's just, I mean, unless you're independently wealthy, like one of those people with the mansions that you walk through, you're probably going to need to borrow from somebody. And even if you are independently wealthy, you're probably still going to want to borrow from somebody else because it, it just makes more sense for growth and scale. So um, I guess, you know, from your point of view, what, um, let's start here. What and how are you finding most of your private money lenders? That's a great question. And, I, and it's, it's a gift and a curse, Bob. <laughs> because once you know what, what I know, and once you've been introduced to how to think and act around money and private money, and you probably have the same gift and the curse as, as well, everywhere that I look, I see a potential private money lender and it could be someone today or it could be someone tomorrow. And maybe, you know, if, and so I just, everywhere I look, because I truly believe in the power of private money lending, not just from a borrower's perspective, but from a lender's perspective that right. where else can someone make a great rate of return, have that, that loan secured by an asset that's worth more than the loan. And, and that asset is insured. Like, I don't know if it, if anything else really exists like private money lending, so I, I think the first things first is like truly believing like this is a great vehicle for someone who wants to make money with their money. And then if you're, if you're like me and you like helping people, every single person I meet could be, I just, what, what I need to focus on and what we need to focus on is how do we have those conversations without, right. without screwing that up? You know what I mean? So let's talk about that. So, so how, okay. So if we all accept for a second that everyone's a potential private money lender and, you know, we look at them that way. And, you know, not just, for, oh, you only have money. That's the only way I see you. But let's just say, assume for the second of, hey, I got a project. I need money. Um, here's some people in front of me that might be good at, or might have money that might want to lend money or might want to learn about this vehicle. How do you approach that conversation to start with? So it's not immediate. And I think that's where I, people sometimes can screw up, right? And so wait, you don't walk up and just go, money, please. Yeah. yeah. Be like, hey, it's like. Hey, there's this deal and it's double digits and you can make a great rate of return and it's secured. And, 
And and then people are like, whoa, pump the brakes. Like, is this another one of your, you know, scheme, you know, schemes or get, you know, like it, it, you just come off like desperate, right? So I think it goes back to probably just like an internet marketing campaign, or you know, when you do social media and content, like you're consistently adding value. You know, you're not immediately just going, hey, buy my product right now or or call me right. You know, over time, like people see you as as an asset to them, helping them achieve their goals. So I think it's important when we're having these conversations, it's not about the immediate result. It's getting a little right. further up the stairway, you know, of them saying, hey, I'm ready to go. But if you try to get someone to jump right in, they're, they're, they're going to trip. They're going to stumble. They're not going to get to the top. So how do we do that? Like the first things first is just finding out what people do for a living I always like to do this. I always ask people, I'm fascinated by what other people do for a living. I, I mentioned that earlier. So I'm always curious. So if I'm at my son's hockey games, if I'm at um, a real estate networking event and I'll ask him, Hey, what do you do for a living? Assuming that it's not real estate, you know, I'm, I'm real curious. I genuinely am. And then just finding out like how, what that looks like. Are they happy with what they're doing? How long do they see themselves going for? How long have, it, have they been there? What's their, what are your investment goal? What are your retirement goals look like? And what's cool, Bob, nine times out of 10 is if we ask someone what they do for a living and we're, we're listening intently and showing that we're seriously, you know, care, they're going to turn right around and, and do what? Ask the same question. What do you do? Ask, yeah. Ask, hey, what do you do? And that's, that's, you know, that's like the first little step. That's the door. Hey. And I always like to say this a little bit. I always say, hey, have you ever seen the TV show? flip this house. You ever seen the house flipping shows on HGTV? And, mm -hmm. and nine times out of 10, they're like, oh yeah. I'd be like, well, I do that. And there's usually some curiosity that comes from that. So if you're like, hey, how do you, where's the icebreaker? Where do you even start? Again, it doesn't start with us. It starts with them. So ask yeah. them, hey, what do you do for a living? And then they're going to turn around and ask us. All right. And then we just continue that, that climb. That's perfect. I want to focus in on something because I think this is something that a lot of folks miss and I know they miss it, particularly when they ask me. Um, it, it, and it's, there's two things that you actually said that I, I want all of you watching or listening to take note of. The first was, uh, Noah said, I genuinely actually am interested, right? Like genuine. And, and I want to focus on that word. Like, it's not just a, I'm waiting for my turn to speak and tell you about what I do. Like, you're actually listening and listening in and the other thing you said is listening intently, right? Like with the intent of gathering the information from them um, so that you can ask good questions, so you can follow up, so you can like, you know, again, that's all part of that genuine listening. And I think that's a huge thing that a lot of people don't do. They're looking at every conversation as a, I'm just waiting for my turn to speak. And people can see through that. At least I know I can a lot of times. It's like, oh, okay, all right, so let's get to it. What do you want to say? <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. And, 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 and it's about building relationships. Like what's different from private money lending than going to a hard money lender? It's the relationship. It's a person. So right. it's really important that you establish a, a private money relationship the same way that you would establish a relationship with a friend or a colleague or, you know, like, so at the foundation of it all, that's what it is. It's like, do we want to do business together? Do we like one another? Can we help one another hit, hit each other's goals? You know, and that, that's, that's really important. And people can see through the, through the BS, you know, so be genuine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 
All right. So let's just say for a second that we've got some people, you know, we've, we've sort of done the icebreaker and we've, you know, started to build that relationship and go from there. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I, I often get questions about, and, and this is, you know, I have my thoughts, but I would love to hear yours, which is, is it more important to have the deal when you're talking to this person and breaking ice? Or is it more important to just start building these conversations so that you have someone so that when you have a deal, you can, um, you know, bring, bring that deal to them for, you know, the conversation of becoming a lender on. What came first, the chicken or the egg, right? Exactly. It's the chicken <laughs> or the egg conversation. And then, I, look, yeah. one of the people I just talked to recently, I, she was like, she's like, um, you know, I, well, I don't, I don't have any money. I don't have any money. And I was like, don't worry about the money. Like for me, it's like, don't worry about the money. Go find a deal first. Um, and then we can figure that out. Yeah. But I'm curious what your take is. It's really hard for people who don't have the money to not worry about the money. It, it really is. So like, that's a genuine concern. And here, here's what I, here's what I realized. People seem to struggle with private money lending for one of two, for, for one of two reasons, if not both. Number one, it's, they don't have the confidence in themselves or their credit or feel like they're credible enough to go out and ask someone for $500,000, 400,000, 200,000 or 50 grand, whatever it is. So they, they, they just don't do anything. It's like analysis paralysis. Like, right. I, I guess I'll just go to the hard money lender because they keep emailing me uh, wanting my business. That's, that's the easy route, right? Cause it, and they say like, they want to give me money. So it feels, easy yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. And you end up paying way more, but, and the other reason is the communication side of it. Like they don't really understand how to effectively communicate the benefits of private money lending in a, in a way where it might make sense for someone, um, who's never done it before. Right. So what, so what should we be focusing on? I think you should be doing both at the same time. Okay. Building, building relationships at the same time. And the same thing goes for contractors. Hey, what should I do first? Should I find my contractor or should I find the house? We should be building these relationships at the same time. And so we're fo constantly focusing on, even today, like doing business, we have lenders, we have properties, we have contractors. We still look for new contractors. We still look for new lenders. We still are looking for ways to find more deals. So I don't think there's one right way or wrong way. However, there are effective ways to communicate to a person depending on which situation you're in. So one of the things, if you have a property, like let's say you have a meeting with someone, everything's going fantastic. It's going great. They're ready to rock and roll. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm ready. Like, do I make the check out to you? Like, how does this work? And you're like, no, don't do that. You know, there's a, you send it to the attorney. But first, if you have a property, great. You can present that deal to them then and there. And it's probably right. going to get funded. Perfect. If you don't have a property yet, what do you do? What do you say? Because this person's like they're chomping at the bit and they want to rock and roll with you. So here, here's one thing I I would say to a, a, a situation like that where you're like, hey, I got the money, but I don't have the deal yet. But I don't want this person to go somewhere else or spend their money on a boat or, or blow it or something. So I'm going to say, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Lender, um, this is awesome. This is great. We look forward to working with you. Um, we do not have a project right now that needs funding immediately. However, the reason being is we're very picky with the projects that we take on. We have a very mm. specific buying criteria that keeps us safe and most importantly, keeps your money safe. Once we have a property that meets that very specific buying criteria, you'll be the first person notified. So now in the person's mind, it's like, okay, this makes sense. Like we're not just gonna go out and buy a house on the MLS because it's for sale. We're going to, they're looking for a house that meets their very specific buying criteria. 
and they're going to call me when they do. Now it's our job after that. If we haven't found something within the next week, Hey, look, I, I just sent out my marketing. I've got direct mail. I got my, my internet marketing going. Everything's cooking. Uh, we made 15 offers this week uh, that with price points that would meet our specific criteria that keeps us safe and you safe. Haven't hit, haven't had any hits yet, but I just wanted to keep you in the loop. Okay, cool. Thank you. Great. Right. So you're staying in communication with them along the way, but it's all about the deal. So I would to answer your question, start looking for both, but then know how to explain what you're going through and why it benefits the lender. Most importantly, I think that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes a lot of sense, right? It's like, Hey, it's not just, Oh, I'm ignoring you or, Oh, I told you something and it's not coming to fruition. You're like helping them understand. And I think I love the way that you said that. It's like, Hey, this is why it protects you as the lender as well. Cause that's going to make them feel more confident and wanting to give you money in the first place. Which it does. I mean, I have people, I've got a waiting line right now and it's like, Hey, we're very selective on our properties. And as soon as we get something, that meets this, especially right now, like we're like trying to figure out, okay, like how cautious do we need to be? Like we're, and I, and because of that, I, I believe it could lead to a very good track record. And right. when, once you build up that track record, you can say, Hey, I have a hundred percent track record of paying people back. The reason being is I'm very specific to the properties that we buy. As soon as I have one that meets our criteria, I'm sending it your way and they should be okay with that. They should appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Perfect. So what would you say for someone maybe who doesn't have a track record? If they're like, I've never done a deal before. This is my first deal. Um, how do you overcome that objection? Great. I love this one. And I think this is critical. I would do the same thing as far as the specific buying criteria. But if you're brand, if you're brand new, you're watching this, you're brand new. And you don't have a track record. Here's what I would do. The first thing you do before you go out looking at houses, before you go out looking for lenders, surround yourself with the right business professionals and team. So what does that look like? Um, so when I was young, I'm 40 years old right now, 15 years ago, 25, I looked like I was 15. And I, in my, <laughs> in my mind, I had this like mental roadblock of who's going to take me seriously type of thing, right? So one of the things that I did, I had a coach who recommended I build out my power team, build out my team. So I went out and I found the best real estate agent who was the top 1% in our area. I went out and found the best contractor who's been in business forever and has great Google reviews. I found a, a real estate attorney who everybody knew. They won all the newspaper awards every year, right? And, and home inspector, the insurance agent, the list goes on and on. So if you're brand new and you haven't done a deal yet and someone asks you, hey, how many deals have you done? Because they probably will. How many, how many have you done? We can say this, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Lender, this is the first time that um, I've taken on this project. However, I've surrounded myself with an amazing team. I've got a real estate attorney that's been in business 20 years. My uh, contractor, five stars on Google, da, da, da. You just go down the list so you can ride those other people's uh, coattails of credibility and experience. So you might say, hey, look, I'm brand new. However, my team has over 100 years of real estate investing experience. And it might not like seal the deal right there, but they'll probably say, you know what? I'm still listening. Right. You know, like, tell me more or, or what have you, you know? So just surround yourself with really good people. And I also, about I think sometimes people don't, they don't give themselves enough credit for what they did before, right? And I'm sure like a lot of your, in your group and the students that you work with, they come from different careers. Like it's, it's kind of an anomaly that real estate's all the only thing a person does all their life, right? It's Very um, much so, I think, yeah. 
so you know i was working with someone a, a few years back and she was a nurse and she worked in the emergency room and she was like felt as though like hey how do i establish credibility with these lenders and it's like oh my god like, what do you and i was again i'm genuinely curious about what people do what do you do for a living i'm a nurse how long have you been doing that 20 years what type of nurse i work in the emergency room i'm like have you ever saved someone's life before and she said yeah i go i bet you go into work every night thinking you're probably going to save someone's life she's like you're right i go all i'm doing is flipping houses and you're saving lives <laughs> you have right. way more credibility and world experience than I do. And it, it, you could see like the light bulb kind of went off. So, and you could, you could add that into your repertoire when you're going through your power team and you could, that, that young lady, she could easily say, Hey, you know what, Mr. And Mrs. Lender, I might be brand new to real estate. However, I have 20 years experience saving people's lives. And at some point I decided, you know, and instead of helping other people continue on with their legacy, I'm going to start building mine. And to help me do that, I've got the attorney that's done it, this, the contractor that's been here forever, and you go around. So we have 100 years of experience on our team. Um, this might be a new venture for me, but it's not for all of them. You know, So there's ways where we can explain it. And, you're, and this is any business model, whether it's real estate or whatever, you're only right. as good as the team you surround yourself with, right? 100%. I also love one of the things that I always thought was interesting, too, is I was talking with and they just worked like a corporate nine to five, right? So nothing necessarily, you know, they weren't saving lives or anything. I said, but do you own your own house? I said, they said, yeah. I was like, well, is this your first house? And they're like, oh, it's our third house. I was like, so you've already done three houses. You know, inadvertently, like you're not necessarily as an investor, but you, you know, you've gone through the process that that adds experience too. It's, but I think you're right. I think people discount their own life experiences. And I think also like coming back to that, which is you got to understand that, just because something seems normal to you doesn't mean that it seems normal to everybody else, right? So like your thing gives you a unique perspective that other people will value simply because they don't understand it at the same depth that you do. A hundred percent. I couldn't agree with yeah. you more. Leverage your own credibility. Absolutely. Perfect. So let's talk about this. I think this is actually the perfect transition of, you know, surrounding yourself with the right, with the right people. And you talked about, hey, trying to find the right team. And obviously, you know, your team is going to be very locally based because it just it needs to be right. Like if you need an agent or contractor, they have to physically be where the property is. But let's talk more about how, um, you know, how do we go out there and surround ourselves with other people who are thinking the same way that we are? And, and I know that you have your event coming up. So, I, you know, I think this is the perfect segue to that. Yeah. Um, but before before we talk about that, what I want to say is I can I'll speak from my personal experience and then I'll, I'll let Noah share his but I can tell you right now that connecting to the right kind of people, being in the right kinds of groups, uh, surrounding yourself with the folks who are on the same mission and have the same mindset has been, for me at least, one of the biggest shifts for me in like business growth. Um, and, and I know, you know, I can't, I, people always talk about that all the time, but I'm telling you right now, for me, 100% without any, uh, you know, unequivocally, Surrounding myself with the right people has made a monumental shift in my ability to do business and to transact business and to, to execute on what I do. But I'm curious for you, is the same thing true for you? <laughs> and I, I like, yeah. this, is, this is a tee up question because I don't know anyone who's not, but you yeah. know, I'm, I'm hoping but, one of these days I'll find someone that says, no, I'm a loner and I'm going to do it by myself and I'm a billionaire. And I'm like, okay, tell me more about that. <laughs> man, I, I'm, I'm laughing because look, networking is hard. Isn't it? 
it, it, it really is. And finding good groups is difficult. Like I'm in Columbia, South Carolina. I went on Eventbrite. You know, one of my goals this year in 2023 is to get out of the house more. You know me, I've got kids, you know, I'm, you know, Christy, Hey, during the day, kids are at school. Like, is there a meetup group where there's coffee or like other business owners or entrepreneurs, you know, cause we have a real, we have a national presence. People know us all over the North America flying into this re-up event in Columbia, South Carolina, but like, let's go meet the local coffee, coffee store owner. Let's go meet right. some, some, is there anyone in our area that thinks like us? I don't know. And so hopping on places like meetup and eventbrite.com and all these, there's nothing, there's nothing. And I go to these events and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I feel like I'm wasting my time because, and not to, not to sound like, oh, well, here I am, Mr. Cool, like real estate guy. I'm like, I just want to meet someone that like values their time and can add value to our lot, like one another's. And like, we can talk and have real life conversations about entrepreneurship and business. It's difficult. It really is difficult. And when you find those rooms, hang on to them. You know, when Always. you find when you find those groups where it's like, hey, this pe these people get me like hang on to it because if, if it's it's hard to replicate, you know, it, it, it's they're rare. They're rare, man. And I, I feel they like are. we've got a good one with, with our re-up event. Like I know you've been to some good groups. You've been a part of some really awesome programs and things like that um, that we both have. I feel like this one right here with the re-up group, like I love putting on this event and it's called re-up because it, it helps re-up whatever it is that you feel like you need. If you need to re-up uh, your social network, you need to re-up on a system, a CRM, you need to re-up on education or re-up on what's uh, uh, on the horizon for 2023. You know, like I feel like this thing that we got cooking in March is going to check all of those boxes. Perfect. And so I'm going to want you to talk about the event, but before you do real quick, um, I'm going to give a little, I guess, testimonial for the event, right? So I, uh, I went to the event in July of 2020, yeah, July of 2022 and kind of didn't know what to expect. I mean, I know Noah and I know his wife, Christy, and, and you know, some, some of the people that were coming, like I knew them. And obviously uh, you know, one of the things that I found in my time is you know, when you find the right kind of person who's integrous and who does the right thing and shows up the right way, you can almost always ensure that if they're going someplace or inviting you to someplace or hosting something or participating in something, that that's, that event or that, you know, connection or whatever it is, is going to follow in the same in the same line, right? And so I already kind of knew, hey, this is probably going to be a great event, but I didn't necessarily know exactly what, right? Because I'm, I'm not never been to Columbia, South Carolina in my life, aside from maybe driving through on occasion. Um, and obviously didn't know much more about the event other than, hey, there's a room of real estate folks. And, you know, my goal is to get in front of many folks doing real estate so I can show them how, you know, they can use the internet to crush it online. And so I went uh, and we actually sponsored the event, my business partner and I, and we showed up. Uh, and I was actually telling this same thing to, um, to JP, who's one of your sponsors now as well, doing skip yeah. tracing. I said, uh, I actually said, it felt like family. So at this event, it felt like I walked in and not, not the, you know, the dysfunctional Thanksgiving family where <laughs> your uncle's drunk and, you know, throwing a shoe at the TV and there's football in the background and grandma's in the kitchen screaming because he put the ham in the wrong way or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like, um, but it felt like, you know, it, it felt like family. And I think that right there, it was funny because I, I kind of had been out of the real estate space for a little while. Um, just, you know, still doing real estate, um, you know, in like 
my dad and I were like buying properties and things of that nature, but not necessarily from a, a marketing standpoint for our agency. We kind of had, had um, focused on a different niche for a little bit. And I remember uh, having a conversation with my business partner. I was like, man, like this feels like being with the right people in the right room and the right stuff. And I, and I can't emphasize it enough. And that's also why, you know, I was definitely excited to be offered the opportunity to come speak. Uh, Cause I was like, man, like I probably would have been there even if I didn't just because, you know, again, it's hard to find those kind of groups. And so with that, with that, I'll say glowing testimonial of the event, <laughs> which you guys should all come. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the event? Um, you know, when it is, where it's at, um, who's going to be there? Give us, give us the details so that if anyone else who's watching or listening wants to come, they can. Yeah, for sure. So it's going on uh, March 11th and 12th. That's a Saturday, Sunday. It's the weekend before the, the St. Patty's Day festivities. So don't worry. Like if you still want to go out and, and party your St. Patrick's <laughs> Day, like, you know, that that was important to us too, right? So we're, we're human. So it's the weekend before St. Patrick's Day. It's in Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, famously hot, not too hot in March, uh, only in, in that room. So you guys are going to want to be there. We've got an awesome lineup. And what I try to do is and when you're at the event, you see specifically, you see it, you start to see it. Why do I have the speakers that I have in the sequence that they're speaking? And it, and it's so important with everything that's coming on and coming up in 2023, like right out of the gate, um, just to give you an example, like Bob, you're speaking, I've, I've got you penciled in at the number one slot. And one of the reasons I want you at number so one. If you're not first, you're last. If you're not first, you're last. <laughs> but, I tr but like with all of the content like that you can provide and help the attendees while they're there capture content for their business. Like imagine interviewing 12 rockstar real estate investors, imagine interviewing. And it's not just the speakers, by the way, it like the people that are in the seats left and right to, to the attendees, they could be on stage. Like it's just really cool, high level teaching something, but the topics and the, the, agenda and how it's all laid out is very specific. Uh, the second speaker that we have is teaching short sales and foreclosures, which with everything going on, if you're like me, you've probably seen uh, articles on Facebook, and hundreds of thousands of properties that were purchased last year are now underwater. So what does that look like for us as real estate investors? So it's important that we bring in topics that are actually very relevant. And it's not just about real estate for us too. My wife came to me and she said, Hey, this year I want to start a foundation. I want to give do more with charity work. And I said, okay. She goes, do you, do you know how to do any of that or know anyone? I said, no, but I'll find someone who does. So we went out and we found, um, there's a, there's a, uh, uh, charity here, an organization called camp Cole. And when I say, um, uh, a nonprofit, I mean, these people raise $30 million to build a 40 acre facility to help provide summer camp experiences to kids and adults with disabilities. So like these are high level people, that we're bringing in and teaching how to start a nonprofit. So it's, it's like all, there's going to be something for everyone at this event. And of course we have networking and parties and things like that going on, but it's a two day event. Um, I feel like we could have easily spread it out over three days, but we're just, we're just bringing it hard for two days, Saturday, Sunday, and it's going to be an awesome time, man, as you know. And I'm like, you're, you're giving your testimony. I'm like, I'm, I'm like almost in tears here. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like, because that's, <laughs> The, the family thing is is dead on, man. You know what I mean? I try to make it as, as affordable as possible. Everything that I make from the re-up, like ticket sales-wise, I put back into the event. Like I have checkpoints and price. I'm like, okay, if we sell this many tickets, I can then go and buy a dance floor that lights up for the Saturday night 
Saturday night networking party. <laughs> if we do this many tickets, I can do a little. I can I can throw in extra hoodie and swag into the swag that like. So we put it all back into the event. And for Christy and I, we talk about marketing. This is like our marketing. You know, this is kind of how we look at it, where a lot of us, the things that we do outside of Internet um, it, it is referral based. So if everyone knows what we do in our area and surrounding areas, um, you know, that's one of our goals. But really, it's just to have a good time, man. And I'm looking forward to it. No, that's perfect. And so, again, March uh, 11th and 12th in Columbia, South Carolina. And so where if, if people want to go check this event out or they want to get tickets, where do they go? Yeah, so I did something cool for for this group here. So it's reupmeetup.com, reupmeetup, R-E-U-P-M-E-E-T-U-P.com. And it, it, the speaker lineups are there. We've got people flying in from all over the country, real high-level down-to-earth group. We're really excited for But if, if you're interested, um, 3DC, we'll do the promo code 3DC for 3 Degrees Perfect. Consulting. And it'll give it a, a discount on tickets for, for your group here. That's awesome. Thank you for doing that. I, I appreciate that. So everyone, like I said, I'll, I'll be there. Obviously, I, you know, if you, uh, I gave my testimonial, I truly honestly believe it's worth, worth checking out and being there no matter where you are in your journey, right? If you're, if you're brand new, still working on getting your first deal, um, having the right kind of community is great. If you're doing your hundredth deal, having, you already know the power of community. So I'm sure you'll, you'll be there either way. Um, and I, like I said, I can't I can't speak highly enough of the event. And obviously, you know, I, the people that I bring on to the show that I record with, uh, you know, I try to find the highest caliber I can. And I, I know Noah fits into that as well. So, uh, Noah, thanks for being here. I truly appreciate it, man. Oh, thank you, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you in March. And and um, if anyone has any questions or private money questions, you can uh, find me on Facebook or however you need to find me. And I'll be glad to sit down and, and help anyone who wants it. Yeah, beautiful. I thank you for that offer. I appreciate it. And of course, we'll make sure you're in the group and tagging the group too. So if you're watching this live in the group, you can drop in. If you're listening on your podcast, um, don't worry about trying to pull over quickly or something like that. All of the links and everything that Noah talked about will be in the show notes so you can access those nice and easily. Um, and uh, if you're listening to this and it's already past March of 2023, but you still want to know, go to this way anyways, because, um, you know, this is not going to be the, I don't, what is it? Is this the third one? Is that second one? Third this one? Is the, you this is our third event. It's a third um, event. Perfect. You yeah. get better each time and um, continue to learn how to make it awesome for everybody there. So yeah, go to reupmeetup.com. If anything, you'll see all the different speaker resources and uh, that are there for everyone. So check it out. Yeah, it's perfect. Perfect. Um, as always, everyone, thanks for hopping on. You know, I try to keep these short and just value packed. So, you know, I think Noah definitely delivered some awesome value, especially for those of you looking to raise more money. And of course, one small payment for this is simply share it with a friend. Let someone else know. Share with another investor that you've met, that you've connected with, whoever, right? Let them know that, hey, this is great information. Um, if you're not in the Facebook group, definitely make sure to join that. Again, that link will be in the show notes as well. Um, that's where we stream all of these live earlier than you get them on the podcast just because, um, you know, we, we do it here and then we record it and then we put it out. There's all kinds of stuff that has to go on that that my team takes care of. So all, all the fun things. But as always, everyone, I appreciate your time. It is the most valuable thing you can give. So thank you for hopping on this great call. Noah, again, thank you so much for sharing. And thank you for the invites and just everything, man. You're truly, uh, truly an amazing human being. And I, I'm grateful to get to know you. I appreciate it, Bob. I, um, hey, real quick, can we talk some Buffalo Bills football real quick? <laughs> Dude, the Bills. Hey, oh, hey, man. hey, real Nail quick. Biters. But you, what you said, what you said there, 
you know, Damar Hamlin with everything that young man went through with his heart, I, I saw him put out a text and he's the number three. And he said, if you give a hundred percent of your love, it's going to come back threefold. And I thought that was so cool. So when you said, Hey, you can pay, you can pay for this great information by sharing it with someone else. I just, that thought came to mind. And so, yeah, it's like, Hey, you give a hundred percent, like you do and all this great content you give out. I know. And if other people do the same, it's going to come back uh, three times as much. So thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. I truly believe that. I truly believe that, man. Like gi giving, giving will come back in some way or another. And by the way, that's for all of you listening too. like, understand too, like, what can you share? And don't, don't discount your life experiences. You never know what, like Noah was saying earlier, what those life experiences might change someone else's life or give them a different perspective on something. So Dude. All right, man. Thank you so much for being on. Everyone else, thank you. As always, we'll be on again next week with another episode. So be sure to check in for the lives in the Facebook group or on the podcast and whatever your favorite platform is. Of course, please leave a rating and review if you're listening on the show because all that does is help us push this out to more investors to help them grow. Uh, a rising tide floats all ships and that's the goal with this show. So thank you for being on. We'll see you again on another great episode next week. Noah, take it easy. Take care. This podcast is sponsored by 3 Degrees Consulting. If you need funnels, websites, paid ads management, or help with any of your digital marketing, 3 Degrees Consulting is your go-to source for everything. Check them out at www.go3dc.com. That's G-O, the number three, D is in degrees, C is in consulting.com. Go check them out right now.